And now we are talking about a very, very beautiful art form, uh, pregnancy photography, but with a twist. You know, capturing the beauty of pregnancy in photography has been a much appreciated and celebrating way to welcome new lives into the world and, of course, to celebrate and acknowledge the female form in this uh, transitional stage. And documenting the changes in a woman's body pre- and post-pregnancy is both fascinating and challenging. And our next guest has more than risen to the occasion when it comes to achieving maternity in portraits as well as a record and photograph live births. And uh, she is the first of uh, first of her kind to do this in our country. So right here on uh, Weekend Early, I'm very humbled and honored to be speaking to the first birth photographer and uh, videographer. So please uh, give a warm welcome to Marisol Brombris. And uh, thank you, Marisol, for speaking to us. Welcome to Weekend Early. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, it's such a pleasure. And, you know, I'm so fascinated at uh, how you have uh, taken this career and and made it your own, especially with being the first birth photographer and and videographer. And, you know, I'd love to find out more about your journey. So when did you discover photography and when did you actually decide to make it your vocational first love? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Some vocations kind of find us along the way. Oh, true. Uh, I was already photographing and doing portraiture and traveling with an NGO around the world and so doing some documentary work and I actually was visiting back home and with a friend of mine who was going through a pregnancy on her own and she asked me to be a support in the birth space so when she was actually giving birth and um, I had you know I had my camera with me because I was traveling with me and she said you want to take some photos and I said sure yeah you know like why not (laughs) Um, and that was now that baby's going to become a teenager now so that was a good 13 years ago um, and when I moved to South Africa 11 years ago, uh, I had a, a good friend and the journey kind of happened similarly where I was saying, you know, I've photographed a birth before. And of course, this was before social media, before, you know, a lot of people were doing this internationally. And um, that child is turning 11. So that was the first birth I photographed in South Africa um, 11 years ago this September. And from there, I just I started getting, you know, either a request through a friend or, uh, you know, opportunities here and there. And then, I, you know, it took a few years. I was starting my family uh, myself. So, of course, that can slow you down. Um, but where I started going, huh, this is, this is something that women might want. And this is something that I don't see anyone else doing, but I, I do think it's a felt need, and I think it's a really beautiful thing. And it's one of the most important days in your life. I mean, some would say second only to your wedding, and some would say maybe even more important than your wedding is the day that you meet your child. And so it took years before I was able to really, um, you know, develop this where, where people really wanted it. And it was uh, hard. You know, they say the, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. Uh, it was a hustle in the beginning. Um, but then, you know, after a couple of years, it really took off. And now the demand for it uh, is huge, so much so that um, we have started the South African Birth Photographers Association. So we have a licensing association where um, women and, and not men, but it could be coming men, um, but women have started businesses all around this country, actually, that are now professional birth photographers serving parents um, to be and, and capturing these really important days in their lives, which is the day your child is born. And you cannot You cannot recreate this day. You cannot recreate the emotions, um, the beauty, the story. uh, All of it is, um, yeah, it's just, it's a once in a lifetime. And so it it takes a special kind of dedication. Um, But that is something that I'm really proud to have helped pioneer in this country. 
And I mean, you've you've certainly paved the way for for many uh, birth photographers. And, uh, you know, there are many more who are also listening, who are also inspired by your journey. And I love what you actually said when you said, um, you know, uh, when you said about the dream, the dream is free, the hustle is sold separately. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I didn't coin that phrase, but I have heard it. And it is so true as an entrepreneur um, and as someone who is starting something. um, But entrepreneurs and small businesses are really, you know, the backbone of of this country. And more and more, um, as more parents want this, there will be more and more birth photographers that will come to meet that need. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I must admit, you know, when I, when I was actually uh, researching um, birth photography, pregnancy or maternity photography, uh, you know, however uh, one would want to term this, uh, you know, I, I must say it has certainly come a long way because, you know, the first thing mm. I think about uh, when I think of this as an art form is that it's, 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 it's a significant uh portrait or picture that comes to mind that arresting vanity fair cover from the 90s i'm sorry i might be giving away my age over here but (laughs) (laughs) yeah more i think it is yes so yes Yes. that's the one yes yes i think any i I, I can't i'm probably i could uh, stand to be corrected but i think annie Leibovitz may have shot that one that's the first thing that came to mind and would you say that uh, that picture probably had or that that photograph rather had a huge impact on what um birth for a while um, let's say pregnancy photography maternity photography it just the impact that it had on uh, that it had on on what it's actually become and how it's actually grown into uh, birthing photography and videography as well potentially i think so i think what annie's work did on that cover is started to demystify this thing that says well when a pregnant woman is pregnant um kind of like when we look back to princess diana she had to be fully covered up, you know, and she'd wear these like big, you know, kind of um, big dresses and, and she would cover up her shape and her form that her, the, that a woman's shape and form it, when she's pregnant is a beautiful thing. And it's something to actually be celebrated in all shapes and sizes. I do want to distinguish for your listeners that maternity or pregnancy photography would be the, preg- the pictures that you are taking when you're actually pregnant, yes. which has become very commonplace. And then birth photography would be specifically the photos that you would be taking during the birth process. So I actually go when a woman is in labor or if she's having a scheduled cesarean, I'll be there when she arrives at the hospital and I will journey with her through the actual birth and then to, you know, the hours afterwards. Um, And so that is very, very new and not as commonplace, but it's becoming so. Um, But I think you're right in that what that Vanity Fair cover did is to start to show us that this isn't something that needs to be hidden away. Um, this is a really beautiful chapter in a woman's life. And, you know, you, you should see the looks on people's faces when I tell them I'm a photographer. And they say, oh, what kind? And you say, oh, a birth photographer. <laughs> uh, at first they think, oh, gross, who would want to do that? Uh, but then once they see the work, they understand um, the artistry. They, and many people say, wow, I was moved to tears, and I, I've never even seen anything like this before. Um, because it is it is just so impactful. I mean, the moment a child takes their very first cry and you see this relief on a parent's face and this child yes. that they've come to love over these nine months, whether it was hard won and, and after an infertility journey or a complete surprise, um, either way, that, that kind of love and the meeting of your, of your child for the very first time it's indescribable, and it, it is definitely so emotive and brings someone to tears. Um, whether someone wants to keep that private, that's completely fine. A lot of my clients keep their children's births um, private, or a lot of them like to share it. It, it just depends. 
Um, but I think more and more we're changing our conceptions and our, 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 our ideas around this as not being a disgusting thing that needs to be hidden away, but instead of something that really needs to be celebrated. And absolutely. And, you know, as you are uh, just speaking of how this is something that we always just need to celebrate, it is a beautiful moment. It's, it's a milestone moment for, for any woman, especially when they first become a mother. I think it's, it's that beautiful right. thing. And my mother, actually, I have yet to experience this myself, but when my mother, my mother actually said to me that the most beautiful feeling after, after all of, of uh, those intensive hours of being in labor, and those painful hours the best feeling is is putting your um is putting your newborn on your chest that connection right. so capturing that and also just right. uh you know it's it's i think it's it's such a it's such a beautiful beautiful thing to just um just just to always take note of and it's uh, again it's just uh celebrates the the beauty of 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 uh childbirth and you know funny enough i also uh, i i was also thinking about um you know how uh, when when people the reactions that people have towards your profession and uh, one movie came to mind i don't know I, I don't know if you've seen uh that remember that movie the backup plan but of course you know everything was very exaggerated and for comedic purposes uh so i think people's minds are, for some reason i think their minds <laughs> travel towards that I, that's, yeah, that scenario just, with the water birth. Need yeah, to see it. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I wanted to say a word about that, about like that, the beauty of that moment of when you, you know, you place a child is placed on your chest. Yes. Um, especially for a lot of your listeners, a lot of women don't end up having these beautiful births. Um, they end up, you know, whether their child goes to neonatal and they're not able to hold their child immediately or whether their birth plan went very differently than what they first expected um, or there was some complications, um, or perhaps, you know, their partner wasn't as involved as they had hoped, or, you know, any number of things that could make a birth difficult or traumatic. Even in those cases, I'm a firm believer that those births deserve to be celebrated, because it is still the birth of a child, and it's the birth of a mother, and, and potentially a father. Um, but also, I, my clients report back to me that having um, photos and video and their story compiled for them has been very healing um, and has helped give them perspective of that day. So, you know, I tell people whether you end up having a beautiful story or a quite traumatic story, um, the day you give birth is a day you never forget. It shapes you no matter in, you know which way it shapes you. And it deserves to be celebrated and documented um, if that's something that you want. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm a believer that women of all shapes and sizes should have their pregnancies documented and they should feel comfortable and beautiful and uh, births of all kinds should be documented if, if a mother would want that um, for her sake as much as for the child's sake. Absolutely. The thing is, uh, you know, it's it's. I think it's it's such a it's 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 a gift um, to bring yeah. a life into this world, and that's something that you yeah. want to keep with you uh, forever. And it's also when you have a when you have a moment or or a chance, especially when it comes to um, the. I don't know if, if many parents might agree with me when it comes to this, but also. Um, Maybe post birth, uh, if, if they prefer, showing showing uh, their their children that this is you know this is the beauty of you coming into the world. So, uh, it's, oh it's, my yeah. my clients say that. I mean, they will send me WhatsApps yes. with a photo of their child. I mean, now I have children that are six, seven, eight, you know, years old, and they'll say like every birthday we cuddle up on the couch and we watch our film and we talk about that day, and they love it and they feel so special. And oh yeah, they definitely share this with their children. Um, they might not share every single photo. There might be some photos that they keep privately for themselves, but especially my birth films, which I recommend looking at if you've never seen. Yes. Um, those are made to be in such a way that they are, you know, 
air finger quotes, grandparent friendly. Um, <laughs> you can watch it with a grandparent and feel comfortable. Um, and, and that your child would enjoy watching this. Absolutely. I mean, this, these children that are born today are the most documented generation in all of time, right? In all of history. Uh, they have photos, you know, parents have photos of them on their phone practically every day of their life, right? And we document everything. How much more could we not document the day that they were born? I mean, it is, uh, it, it's a no-brainer in today's society. Absolutely. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I want to go back to what you mentioned when it came to the journey. So uh, mm-hmm. when, when uh, soon-to-be parents first engage you, what, what's, what is the process behind that? And, you know, when you are capturing a, a, a moment when, when uh, women are, I must say, must be at, it must be one of their most vulnerable moments in their lives okay. giving birth. So how do you assure them that this will all be done, that this will all be aesthetically beautiful, it will all be done tastefully, and especially for the dad? as well um, right how do you give them that 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 peace of mind well, that's a great question so I've had a lot of reluctant dads it wouldn't be the first <laughs> that is um, I, my rule of thumb is he needs to be comfortable with me there he doesn't need to fully understand it he doesn't need to fully want it like yes. she wants it although I have had some dads that have booked me actually and it's been more out of their initiative but um, he, he does need to be comfortable with me there because he is also one of the parents and and this is also the birth of his child um, but less and less are we getting reluctant dads, um, but that does still exist. Generally, because I'm, you know, the most experienced in the country, I am more sought after, and so I tend to book very quickly, but that doesn't mean people shouldn't check in with me last minute. You never know. Um, but many women will actually, you know, take the test, and <laughs> they'll call him, and then they'll call me next. Uh, they've been following my work for a little while, and they'll, you know, say, hey, are you available? Uh, for around my due date, because obviously this is not a set day like a wedding day. Um, and whenever a client contacts me, if I have availability, she gets all of my information to be able to make an informed decision. Um, we can sit down for a consultation where uh, we can decide if I'm right for her birth team, because she needs to feel comfortable with me. That That is a given. Um, from there, we generally do a maternity shoot. That's complimentary in all my packages, but some women choose not to, and that's fine as well. But at this point, once we've done all this, I become less and less of a stranger. And many women have told me, okay, no, I, I actually just feel good about you. And I need that. I need them to have this kind of just this gut check, good feeling, um, because I believe that chemistry is important. And, I mean, by the time we get closer, you know, we've been, you know, WhatsApping a bit or whatever. I, I tell women, you know, you think that, you, you think that, oh, I don't want someone in the room that doesn't know, that I don't know, but... Actually, in most hospital environments, once you get to the hospital, there's a lot of people you don't know. Um, I tend to become one of the more familiar faces in the room. Um, and at this point, we have discussed with, you know, with her, what is her level of comfort? Some women say, listen, I want you to photograph anything and everything. I, I want every single moment documented. Um, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, gory. Even that, it will be tasteful. But they want every little detail. Other people may have, you know, serious religious preferences and they say absolutely no nudity, no nursing photos. But that's something that she and I will decide earlier on in the process so that when she when we get to that, you know, very vulnerable space where she's giving birth, we already there's already a trust and I'm already tailoring my photography exactly to what she's comfortable with, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, And and I base my reputation as any good photographer, uh, birth photographer should on trust and I know that if I were to put photos on the Internet that a, that a client isn't comfortable with or taking photos that she's not comfortable with, um, that gets out about my reputation and that directly impacts my business. And so my, my integrity in this process is important. 
Um, I will also say that if you hire any birth photographer, because there are many now to choose from throughout, throughout South Africa, um, you can go to SA Birth Photographers, uh, I believe it's .com or .coza, where you can take a look at a registry of birth photographers. And all of those birth photographers are licensed and qualified, and they abide by a strict code of conduct. So there are things we cannot photograph um, legally, and they should abide by a strict code of conduct so that you know you're getting someone who's not just some random fly-by-night photographer, food photographer who just wants to try their hand at a birth um, and is going to be in a theater and, you know, knock over a tray table and disrespect your privacy or the privacy of other people in the hospital. Um, you want someone who is licensed and qualified, and uh, from there you build a trusting relationship. And, you know, it's, it's, it's so important um you know, because I think uh, to, to also just uh, assure parents that the entire process is very well thought out. You meet with them in advance yeah. just so that yeah. they can get a sense of you, your your personality, your energy as yeah. well. And the fact that um, you have a wealth of expertise when it comes to this right. and you boast a very impressive portfolio. And the fact that you, you can adjust to any type of situation. And speaking of which... Um, when it comes to the different types of births, right, uh, whether, mm. especially if maybe the parents decided that actually this is going to be a natural birth. So um, mm. what, what happens in the case when it actually, I mean, anything can happen where right. it becomes a cesarean at the last minute? Do you actually also uh, plan for those and do you cater to those uh, as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, with such a high cesarean rate in the private sector in, in Cape Town specifically, um, absolutely, we cover cesareans. We worked very hard to establish uh, professional relationships with hospitals, again, licensing through uh, the South African Birth Photographers Association, um, where we have a code of conduct with hospitals. And there are many, many hospitals where we're allowed in theater, uh, as well as the parents, and we're able to capture the, um, the birth in theater as well. So whether it happens naturally or whether it happens via cesarean, um, we're ne- we can never guarantee access in every birth situation, but by and large, we're allowed in, yeah. And then when it comes to um, just any, uh, like a NICU situations, for instance, if the, if, uh, the baby has to right. be taken to, uh, the, uh, to NICU, for instance, um, ca- are you able to or do you have access to that to um, photograph them or uh, uh, just capture video uh, in that situation? So NICU is an interesting one. Uh, that's going to vary by hospital to hospital, and that's going to vary very much on the situation at hand. Um, That is one where we have the least amount of access, I would say that. Um, Because, first of all, the condition of of the baby and and if the baby is stable or not, and then, of course, what the situation is with other babies that are in the NICU. So sometimes I've been granted access. Sometimes I've had to wait a couple hours for access. Sometimes if I have multiples, you know, twins or triplets, I can get access to one or two, but not all of the babies, depending on how they're doing. Um, Sometimes I've been allowed to shoot through a window, so not actually access into the NICU, but, you know, I can photograph parents meeting their baby through the window. Um, Sometimes I'm told you have five minutes and, you you know, we definitely cannot photograph any other babies or their families or identifying information um, once we're in NICU, but we have five minutes to work very quickly, cannot touch baby, cannot touch anything else. Um, and, and we, we do that. I go very much according to, you know, what is specified to me at the time with the medical professionals. Um, we never, ever want to endanger a baby's life. It's absolutely not worth it. But where um, a baby's safety is, uh, you know, is secured and the other baby's safety and privacy we can um, work for as well, 
then, you know, I will occasionally be granted access. So that's really going to depend. I've had some clients where I was not allowed access. And so what I did is I came back when they were reunited with their baby um, and their baby was, you know, downgraded to a normal, you know, uh, maternity ward status. So that this is where this is a very, very um, personalized one case by case basis. Um, no two birth stories are the same. And, uh, you know, you'd have to play it by ear. Absolutely. I think, and, and you know, uh, you, it's, it's one of those situations where, um, you know, you've, you've also mentally prepared yourself for the fact that uh, anything can happen. And, uh, you know, you just, uh, and, and, and I think also, it's, I mean, I must say, as much as you have experience with this, I'm sure, especially from that standpoint, is that, um, that it's, um, you know, it's something that's, it's something to consider because it also, it also helps keep you on your toes. So it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a thing of where you can never, you can uh, never really, um, you know, find this uh, too predictable, which I think is also what makes it exciting as well. Yes, it makes it exciting. It makes it very difficult to plan your life around. True. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, you know, I tell people I, when I leave for a birth, even a scheduled cesarean, I do not know what my day is going to look like. I don't know how long I'm going to be there. I could be there uh, 24, 48 hours. Things get complicated. Um, I, you know, I don't know what time I'm coming home. I have no idea how she's going to actually deliver. You know, things change. Um, I have no idea what position she's going to deliver. And I have no idea what the lighting situation is going to be. It is from a technical standpoint, it is one of the most difficult forms of photography because you cannot control the, um, your subject. Um, we are not directors. We are documenters. And so I, I don't get to move anybody or move anything. I cannot control my light. Um, I, cannot, I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, it, it is very technically challenging, which is, again, why if you're going to make an investment in this, and, and this is really important to you, you're going to want to hire someone who has some level of experience and uh, professionalism because there's no getting, there's no doing this over. You know, we, even at a wedding, you could in theory put your wedding dress on the next day and take some pictures. Uh, but for a birth, you know, not even two hours after it's happened, can you recreate what just happened two hours ago? No, absolutely true. It's about yeah. capturing that moment and exactly when everything happens. I'm yeah. having such a wonderful conversation. If you've just joined us on Weekend Early, a very good welcome to you in the early hours of the morning. I am speaking to the first uh, birth uh, photographer and videographer in South Africa. Her name is Marisol Blomeris, and she is quite a talented lady indeed with a wealth of experience. So um, she's also um, just skilled in, when it comes to on-call on, uh, on birth uh, storytelling using still and video in an emotive and powerful style tailored to suit your family and of course the moments that unfold as it happens when you're bringing a new life into the world and also um, she happens to be a co-founder of the South African Birth Photographers Association. Now I had mentioned your style of photography so what style do you usually employ and you know the logistics of everything um, especially when things change when it comes to your equipment how does that all work? Yeah I would call myself a documentary lifestyle photographer so documentary being that I am not, I'm not posing this. Um, I'm capturing this as it happens. Yes. And lifestyle being that it's, I'm not working in a studio. Uh, it, even if I'm doing maternity or newborn photos um, or family photos, I'll work in a client's home or on location. I just prefer natural light. Uh, I, I occasionally at a birth, I might employ flash, but very, very rarely. And that's with special parameters. Um, but I, I use natural light. Um, particularly a Nikon shooter. I prefer that brand. Um, And yeah, I, I focus less on directing people as I, my hope is that people will look at my photography and say, how did you get that? And 
it feels like there's a fly on the wall. Um, that's what I want. I want to be able to really remove myself from the subject and from what's happening and capture the very raw but beautiful emotion of what's playing out. And, you know, um, now that you mentioned lifestyle, I actually also see that um, you also do uh, maternity and uh, newborn sessions as well. And also yeah. uh, just uh, with lifestyle portrait sessions. Could you could you kind of just walk us through that? What happens on the day? What uh, can what can the parents actually expect and who is able to attend? What sh- what should they wear? What, what are all the details that uh, and requirements that come with that? Yeah, so lifestyle is going to be very different than birth in that we can plan it. We can schedule it uh, according to what works for you and your partner or if you have children, their schedules and, you know, optimal around nap times and everybody's fed and happy. Um, And I say I personally love family. Um, I'm all about capturing families. So uh, I'm not one of these photographers that's going to restrict who can come. I, I personally think that it's lovely to have your children there or if grandparents are visiting or in town or you want a kind of a multi-generational photo, um, I, you know, I'm, I would love that. Um, so I involve children in maternity photos. I involve them in newborn photos. I really think that um, even though I personally wish I had a birth photographer, but I didn't because there was no one to hire at the time. I was the only one and right. it was my own birth. Um, I also wish I had a newborn photographer. I was kind of of the impression that, oh, I can kind of do it myself. I mean, I'm a photographer. But yes. the thing is, I'm not in the photos. And we have a lot of selfies as parents, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of photos on our phone of our children, but very few actual, like, beautiful family portraits and photos where we're in the pictures, which I think is going to really matter to our children later down the road, that they, they see us as well. So that's what I really love about maternity and newborn work is that, um, you know, my, my, the parents are in the photo, uh, and anybody else who's important to them is welcome to come along. And those are done either in their homes or in an outdoor location, just depending on their preference. And you know, I see uh, this is this is just one of of the packages, the maternity newborn packages. What other mm. packages are are part of your services uh, that you provide? So I run a very exclusive boutique service, and I do that on purpose because I really love um, a small uh, kind of service where I where I don't cater to the masses. Um, I only take a maximum of twenty births per year. Um, maternity newborn sessions. Uh, and those come with albums. Um, you can book me for birth packages, and that depends, you know, whether you want to film or um, whether you want a newborn session added onto that. But aside from that, there is no way to hire me unless you're an existing client. Uh, client, then I will occasionally do family shoots for my existing clients that I already know that have hired me for their maternity or for their um, birth packages because I like to follow along and kind of get to know my my clients. You know, I in weddings. If you're a wedding photographer, it's the kind of thing where you generally are not going to be hired as a repeat, you know, if someone ends up getting married a second time around. Uh, but for births, we do get repeats. You know, people are building their families and they're having their second or their third or fourth child. And we're able to I'm able to be a part of that process over and over again. So I walk quite a journey with my clients and I enjoy doing family photos for them. But it isn't something that I offer to the general public simply because I like running a very small business. 
And I think, you know, uh, I, I love the way that it's, it's all packaged and that you you, you offer you. this as a boutique service. And I think also because mm. I, I think it's very re- reassuring to uh, potential clients of yours because they also understand that, you know, there's a, a style and uh, a quality, of course, to what you do. And you want to make yeah. sure that everything is tailor-made and that every single detail is very well taken care of. And, uh, you know, before we even just um, almost uh, wrap up the conversation, I do have one or two questions. You know, I'm, I'm interested... Um, you know, uh, a typical day for you as a uh, birth, uh, you know, as a birth photographer, videographer, you know, when, um, when it's, when it's, let's say, maybe it's just be before on call, etc. What, what is a typical uh, a day for you? Oh, that's a tough one. Yes. There are really no two days are the same. Yes. On call for me looks like um, I am, I always have a backup childcare plan in place. Uh, and I have, I run that plan 24 hours ahead. So I, I know what my childcare might be if I get called out tonight or in eight hours or in 12 hours. Um, I, I am, you know, making sure that petrol is full in my car, uh, that my gear is either with me, which is really tricky in South Africa, because, you know, you're carrying around 200,000 plus rand worth of gear. That's a safety uh, liability. And, and yes, you can say it's insured, but if it got stolen and you got called out to a birth, then what? You know, there's not even time to replace it. So I, I need to be mindful that I am always near my uh my gear i need to be mindful you know or within a you know a 30 minute driving distance i need to be mindful that my phone is on and charged and loud my backup phone is on and charged and loud uh there's a lot of contingencies to have to think about that at any moment 2 a.m two in the afternoon sunday morning kids birthday party doesn't matter my phone can go off and it could be go time uh and and that's so that's no way to tell one day to the next (laughs) i'm not on call constantly because there's no way that that is sustainable to live that way every day you know 365 um and then when i do get called out to a birth it it completely depends if if this is a situation where things are progressing quite rapidly then i need to book it and i need to make sure that i have nourished myself and that i've you know, put some fuel into my body and some good food some water so that i can you know have the endurance the creativity, I'm making sure that I have stayed away from any alcohol or prescription drugs that could impair my ability to work my equipment in a professional manner. Um, and I'm, I'm getting there. I'm tra- dropping my kids off yes. emergency child care. Yes. I'm changing into my scrubs and my gear is already ready to go. And I'm, I'm hustling to the airport. I mean, not to the airport. <laughs> that should be funny. I have done some destination births, so I have hustled to the airport, but um, where I'm hustling to the hospital. And if, if there's ever a situation where I think, oh, man, parking is going to take me too much time, um, some hospitals are harder to park at others, and I might Uber there. Um, so that way they can drop me off at the door. Um, and then if I have a little bit more time, then that's great. Then I can, you know, get there with more time, and there's a bit more waiting to go around, and I've got some things with me that I can kind of wait and be just a really patient presence. Because sometimes, you know, a woman doesn't need that pressure. She needs to know that, oh, okay, my birth doctor's here. If I labor for another 15, 20 hours, I'm okay. I don't, I don't need to rush for her. Um, I think that's really important. So it, there's no way to say, like, what one day is like. Literally, every birth story is so different. I learn something new at every single one, and I, I have to approach each one with an open to let this story unfold as it should and not 
meddle with it if that makes sense uh, yes yes it, it makes it yeah. makes perfect sense um you know i think it's it's one of those things you, you live a very a, a, a very unpredictable life and also yeah. you try to plan around life as it happens so it's it can be a bit exhilarating at the same time and also the the, the logistical side of it i mean when you when you mention your equipment i mean i've seen the prices of some uh, uh just even even if it's just you know your your, your pedestrian amateurish um you know right. cameras i've seen that <laughs> So can you imagine how much uh, your type of equipment costs as a professional, experienced uh, photographer? So, yeah, I can I can completely understand. That makes perfect sense. One yes. thing you do want to check with when you do hire a birth photographer is do they have backup equipment? Because anything can go wrong with gear or with a lens or whatever. Do they have secondary backup equipment um, that they carry with them? You know, heaven forbid, um, are they able to switch over to something else as a backup? That's really important because eliminate every single possibility um, so that we can make sure that you know a person gets these images and this this film when it's over absolutely you know this there are certain questions we always have to ask because you know it, it always helps mm. for us to do our homework as well and to always find right, out yeah. who, who the most seasoned and experienced professionals are because this is something that uh, you know it uh, could certainly be once in a lifetime or, or even if you have uh, more children as well you want to make sure that this is captured artistically and beautifully and you know aside from yeah. um you know backup equipment equipment pardon me what other questions should um our listeners also be asking themselves? Um, I would ask themselves, who are they licensed through um, and making sure, you know, the, the, the best is if they're with SAPA, so that's uh, South African Birth Photographers Association. Um, that way you can see what their code of conduct is and their um, qualifications. I, I would be asking myself, can I see a complete birth? So a lot of people, you know, you can put up, you know, five great images, wow images, but I'm, you're not just wanting a wow image. You're wanting someone to tell the story of the whole day. So I want to see a complete cesarean or a complete uh, natural birth or a complete dark birth. If you're, you know, this was the middle of the night birth, um, you want to be asking themselves, you know, how many births have you covered? Um, you want to ask them, do you have a backup? Heaven forbid anything happens to this person um, or, you know, they're in a car accident or they're at another birth or they're at a funeral. I, I don't know. Uh, do they have a backup that would be willing to come and, um, and fill in for them? Um, you want to be talking about the investment. Now, there's price points that's at all different price points, depending on city and on expertise. But anytime you see something, you think to yourself, oh, that's kind of cheap. Um, I would be leery of that because this is an investment. And if it comes cheap, you might be getting what you pay for. And, and that might be a regret after the fact. Uh, you also just want to ask, like, is this just a person that you feel comfortable with? You know, is this is, is this a person that, I, I don't know, that, that you you kind of have a, a general good sense about? I think that's that's an important question. Um, if you have even a bit of a hesitation or you're like, oh, I don't know, well, I guess, um, then I, I would listen to that. Uh, so those are just some of kind of my top questions. Um, I'd, also, I'd also ask them to define what does on-call mean because there's a lot of new people entering this profession and they're not entering it seriously. They're seeing the draw of, oh, this looks cool and interesting and looks like a, an adrenaline rush, but they don't really understand the commitment of what it means to be on call. It means that when your friends ask you for a weekend away, you cannot go if you're not within a, you know, one and a half hour radius of, of the hospital. Um, it means that your child's birthday party, you might have to step out of it. You know, it, it means that you must pick up your phone at three in the morning. You can't just choose not to pick up your phone. So, I have heard of parents that have gotten burned by a photographer who simply just didn't pitch 
Oh, my um, word. And part of that, yeah, part of that is because oh. there wasn't an, an, enough of an investment on the line. Um, and part of that is also because this person was just kind of testing it out and didn't really understand what this means and how long they might have to stay. You know, they might they might be at your birth for days. I've, I've, I've supported my highest um, number was 71 hours. I wasn't there the entire time. I was back and forth and I was, you know, living on high, high alert and, you know, but it was 71 hours of my time, um, which wow. 73 hours prior, I didn't know that that was going to be how much time I needed to move things around for childcare and rearrange my life and cancel this and pay a cancellation fee because I didn't cancel with enough time. And, you know, so you, you need someone who understands truly what kind of commitment this is. Um, if they tick all of those boxes and you love their work and you have a great feeling about them um, and they're, you know, they're licensed and qualified like any profession should be, uh, I would say they'd be a great hire. And, you know, that's that's uh, certainly a wealth of information that we that we could use, because, I mean, uh, I would I mean, you know, reliability has to be a huge factor considering how much money uh, one invests in something like this. And, you know, when it comes, especially if you have paid for um, an entire package, one of the like, uh, um, you know, specifically, you know, one of the ones that you offer, you know. So I think that's that's certainly something that our listeners will very well consider. And, you know, uh, also um, you had mentioned that uh, you, you are a. Uh, mother as well and you know I, I'm just yeah. curious um, you know because you're not able to as I mean if you decide to have another child you're not able to necessarily uh, capture all of this yourself because I mean naturally you would want to be in the frame and be part of, of, of the picture and also part of the, the, the video storytelling as well so who would you actually um, select to be your birthing photographer or your video storyteller or, or, or lifestyle um, photographer? That is a great question um, to, to answer your question I am I have three children and yes. we have decided we are done. <laughs> okay <laughs> Okay, three is a nice number to work with. Over. Eh? Yes, <laughs> and we're we're good. Um, you know what? I uh, in all honesty, I cannot answer that question. Okay. Um, simply because one of the things I decided several years ago, um, as many photographers and creative professionals, you know, you you end up comparing yourself a lot to other people's work, and oh. it's just it's such a pressure of you know your sense of security and whatnot. Um, so I made a decision. I'm unfollowing everybody locally on social media. Um, I'm going to put my head down and focus on my own work. I follow a couple international photographers, but um, beyond that, I I was not gonna I was not going to become distracted by what others are doing or how much they're booking or you know whatever. So I haven't actually paid attention to the work of others. Um, I do believe in uh, my my backup photographer. Um, her name is Elani, and she's fantastic. Um, and, but I, I honestly, I don't even follow her work on purpose, just on principle so that I can say, I truly don't follow anyone locally, uh, no hard feelings, just out of my own kind of protecting my creative, um, self and well-being. Uh, but her work, I wouldn't have her as my backup if I didn't trust her work. So, for sure. um, I'd say probably in that direction, but I personally, I wish I had it for the children that I have. Honestly, I wish I could have hired someone. Um, my husband, he, you know, he, when he even looks at my work, he says often, he's like, oh man, why don't we have this for our kids? You know, and it hurts. I, I would love that. And I know many clients, maybe half of my clients or 40% come to me and they're not first time parents, actually. They're second and third time parents who said, oh, the first time I should have done this, but I thought it wasn't necessary or I thought it was too expensive or whatever. And now I regret it, but I'm doing this for the second and third. But they wish so badly they had it for their first. You know, it doesn't feel fair or even. So I can really identify with that. 
um, I would say the best thing to do is to take a look at SA Birth Photographers. Um, again, it's .com or .coza. I'm sorry that I can't remember this off the top of my mind. Um, and take a look at who's in your city and work through their portfolios and their social media platforms and see whose work really speaks to you and then go through some of those questions in the uh, consultation and, and deliberating process. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's also uh, more brilliant advice as well. And I'm just going to, I, I just have two more questions. And um, we're sure. having such a thrilling conversation. I think I, I could know. probably <laughs> talk to you for over an hour about this. I'm very fascinated uh, by uh, the subject matter and also by um, by yeah. your art as well. You know, and 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 also your uh, portfolio and everything that you've that you've done. Um, up until now. And, uh, you know, uh, one thing, I think uh, something that crossed my mind is also, would you recommend this as a, a any of the packages that you offer as a uh, a baby shower gift, maybe? I just thought of that yes. now. Yes. Yes. I mean, I've, I've had clients book me for that, actually. Yes. I mean, as long as ultimately the, the receiver of the gift is comfortable with that photographer being, you know, on her team. Um, and that, that's the photographer she wants. But yes, it's, I think it's a beautiful thing to kind of all chip in on together. Or in my business, I've had people that um, they know this person is hiring me. And so they, they chip in together and they do uh, kind of a, an add-on. Maybe that person wasn't able to hire me for the film. They just wanted me for, the, for my initial package. And they, you know, pool together and, and buy her the film or buy her an album or a newborn session or something, you know, as an add-on. But I think it's a great gift. I think, I mean, you know, I don't know, a gift of a compactum is fantastic and is very practical, but this kind of gift will never, ever be forgotten. I mean, they literally have the photographic proof of it for the rest of their lives. So I, I think it's, it's a huge investment um, for one person, but maybe if it's something that is shared, it's really a thoughtful gift. And, uh, you know, I, I am going to just uh, wrap it up here. But uh, before I do, though, do you have any final words of wisdom for aspiring uh, birth photographers and videographers? And where can our listeners um, just uh, get in touch with you? How can they book a session with you and all yeah, of the costs, uh, everything? Yes. Yeah, that's a great, um, a, a great question. I'd say if you're an aspiring birth photographer or videographer, um, I challenge you to take it very seriously. Uh, to ask yourself the questions, is this something I can do at this season of my life? Um, and then how do I go about professionally doing this? How do I go about making sure that my clients can really trust me? So I am practicing in the technical. I mean, I, I cut my teeth on my bathroom. You know, I would yes. turn off all the lights and light a few candles and put one of my kids' stuffed animals in the bathtub and start photographing and figuring out what happens when light bounces off of a mirror or when I move a candle here or there um, and what, you know, how do I play with my settings so that I learn how to photograph in dark situations. Um, I am educated off YouTube. (laughs) I have learned a wealth of information on YouTube. I've heard great things about Skillshare um, and I have just, just immersed myself in learning. Um, I've bought courses uh, where I've needed it. And just like I said, the hustle the hustle sold separately and you've got to put your head down and hustle. It does you no good to watch other people's work um, and just feel bad about yourself and wonder how they did it and maybe even steal some of their wording and steal inspiration off of them. Absolutely not. I say put your head down and do your own good work. If you can pay for mentorship with somebody, it's worth every penny um, and it will serve you. Uh, so, I, yeah, that's, that's my best advice is to work really, really hard 
charge something for your first birth. Um, there's many people who say, well, with my first few births, I've got to do for free. But unfortunately, what happens with that is that then that person says, oh, I don't know if I really want them here. And there's no money on the line. There's no investment. And so you end up being on call for nothing and you never get the call. And so you, you struggle to just get started. So charge something, even if it's a reduced rate in exchange for a portfolio um, building uh, type of agreement. And get these agreements in writing. Have proper contracts and learn the laws of South Africa so that you do a business um, in an appropriate manner. So that would be my advice. Where you can find me, um, my website is com. Very easy to find. Uh, you can also find from there, there's links um, if you search, especially my name, Marisol, which is M-A-R-Y-S-O-L. So it's like Marisol, uh, Mary, the mother of Jesus, yes. S-O-L. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Well, you know what, I'll be certainly uh, following you. And of course, uh, you know, you come highly recommended. I've also seen the wealth of uh, recommendations and testimonials. And I wish you all the best uh, going forward. And um, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for the time. And thank you for such intelligent questions. Oh, I really appreciate this conversation. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm very <laughs> humbled. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>